We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. A, Steve Alexander. It's Tuesday, January 30th. Welcome to the award-winning RotoWire Fantasy Hoops podcast brought to you by Underdog and FanDuel. Uh, this is Jonas. I used to work with him at NBC. Uh, we have a lot to cover uh, after a really busy 24-team Monday night. Uh, did somebody say Ben Simmons? My goodness. Jonas, <laughs> you tried to jump the gun there, my man. Jump the gun, man. Well, you know, it's a very complicated, very um, intense process. And, you know, I do all the pr- production myself here. And, I, you know, I sometimes it, I just make things more complicated than it needs to be. I know how it is, man. How many pods have we done together? What, two, three hundred? Roughly? A yeah. A lot. More <laughs> than Ben Simmons games played, essentially, right? Yeah, more than more. Uh, we've done more pods than Ben Simmons has made free throws. <laughs> and we will do more pods today than Ben Simmons will make a three pointer this season. That's right. Uh, Jonas, Ben Simmons played basketball last night. He made five of five shots. He had 10 points, eight rebounds, 11 assists, a steal, and a block. He played 18 minutes. It was a Brooklyn romp. I mean, they destroyed utah 147 to 114 i'm getting text messages from famous rock stars at like two in the morning like did you see what ben simmons did and I, I'm, I'm seeing headlines on big huge websites like ben simmons looks amazing uh did this ben simmons thing move the needle for you at all on him honestly a little bit hmm. i mean think about it zero turnovers he pushed the pace, looked explosive. And I mean, if you look at the Nets the last two months, like they're probably the least happy fan base. I know you have an argument for Atlanta, you got Charlotte, but like the fan base is irritated. They need something to get excited about. And I feel like this front office is going to lean on Ben Simmons to be that excitement factor because like we can't continue to see Dinwiddie shoot 20 shots a game and make three of them. You know what I mean? The, the, the Nets need something. They don't even have their own first round pick this year. They got to, you know, lean their hopes on something. And it's going to be Ben Simmons. Um, the question is, is how many games is he actually going to play? You know, that we're halfway through the season. The over-under is probably going to be set around 20, honestly, for him. So 
Um, total wild card to see what happens. But if you have them, even stash them. I know you're excited right now. Well, to quote myself at uh, two o'clock in the morning, replying to Brian from Guster, uh, I could not care less. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it is interesting, but you know, we heard all the same garbage about Ben Simmons in the preseason. Oh, he looks great. He's pushing, he's pushing the pace. He's running the floor. He's getting rebounds. He's getting assists. Still can't hit a three pointer. He still can't make a free throw. Uh, shooting is not going to be five for five every night. Uh, he's there's still a lot of other mouths to feed in Brooklyn. You know, I, I need to see it a few more times before I'm going to get excited. And even, even if things do go well from here on in, I mean, he's still going to hurt you in those other categories. And I'm just, I'm, I'm done, Jonas. I'm, I'm just done. I'm out. I mean, your excitement level is a lot more than it was two days ago, right? <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. I mean, it's the first time we've said Ben Simmons' name in a long time. So, right. All right, so here's what I'm taking away from this. I am not running to the waiver wire or walking there to get Ben Simmons. You, on the other hand, would put him on a roster in the right situation. Is that correct? Absolutely, and I still have him too. I have him in one nine-cat league and I have him in one points league, and that's the one where I'm most excited about because like his steals and blocks numbers haven't been there this year, but like in previous years, he was the kind of guy that can get you probably about two combined steals and blocks in like 30 minutes. So like I said, my excitement's a lot more than it was two days ago, but I still have my hesitations about how many games he'll actually play. Yeah. So, I can get behind him in a, in a points league a lot more than I can um, in any other type of league. Yeah. So uh, I can at least get with you on that. Meanwhile, your man uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, who has been hit or miss all season. He's kind of been in kind of a mini disaster, I think. Right. Uh, 0 for 5, 2 points, 8 assists. Dennis Smith Jr., 12 points, 5 assists. Lonnie Walker, 19 off the bench. Uh, Cam Thomas is back to being good Cam again. I'm sure that means bad Cam is just around the corner. He had 25, uh, 7 rebounds, 4 triples. Um, so normally when Spencer Dinwiddie seems to be going away dennis smith jr is kind of like coming on but now right. with ben simmons in the middle of all this uh they're all a little bit messier than they were before yeah but if you rewind to the beginning of the season when ben was actually playing they were really hyping up the combo between ben simmons and cam thomas like they were really talking up those two playing together so in terms of excitement going forward i would have um cam thomas number one ben simmons number two I think Lonnie Walker, number three, and I think Dinwiddie, number four. Like, I still think there's going to be plenty of minutes for Lonnie Walker because you have to factor this too. The trade deadline's in, what, less than two weeks? Royce O'Neal's gone, right? Dorian Finney-Smith, probably gone. There's going to be a ton of minutes in Brooklyn. Um, and then that's going to open things up for Dennis Smith Jr. as well, who's had some really good moments this season. Just He's had trouble staying healthy. So there's a lot to like about Brooklyn at this trade deadline for fantasy coming up. All right. Um Jonathan Isaac last night started for the Orlando Magic. People were loaded up on him in FanDuel and other DraftKings and, and whatnot. Um, two points, nothing else, eight minutes. Unknown injury, Jonas, according to Rotowire Newsfeed. Pretty sad. It was his first start in what, like four and a half years or something? Right. Um, so I, I think people are getting excited about it. And John Isaac, for me, falls in the same 
into the same bin as Ben Simmons. Um, wake me up when, right. you know, when something good happens for an extended period of time. I do feel bad that he got hurt. I do feel bad it didn't work out. Um, also, Anthony Black kind of caught fire. Um, mm-hmm. But that team has four point guards. So, yeah, I don't know that you can really get excited about anyone. But a- any thoughts on any anything to do with the Magic last night? You know, I just wish they would have said up front that Isaac was going to play eight minutes. Um, I think the undisclosed unknown injury is BS, if I'm being honest. I feel like this was a plan from the get-go. Hey, we're going to let you play in the back-to-back, but it's only going to be one stint, and we're going to call it done, right? The NBA's injury reporting has made it so you can just make up an injury on the whim, and there's just no accountability. You know what I mean? We've seen it with Embiid. We've seen it with Portland. There's just no accountability. Sometimes they'll throw a fine here and there. But it's a joke. You know, you can just say knee soreness or injury management and then pull a player. So I just wish they would have been up front with what they were going to do. But at some point, I do feel like Isaac is going to be unleashed. But I still think we're at least a month away from that happening. I feel like we're more like a couple years, eight months, (laughs) 10 months next year, next season. Right. A little late side note I saw. Uh, on Twitter last night, Jalen Williams got hurt at the end of the OKC game. Sprained his right ankle, could not put uh, weight on it. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, to me, that means he's going to miss a week or two, um, if I'm guessing. But right. We don't have that timetable yet. He he could be fine. It you know it could be situation where it really doesn't swell very very much overnight but right either way uh are you a lou dort guy or an isaiah joe guy um i'm gonna be a bit of a, a wild card here and say neither and go with case and wallace um mm-hmm. not the most exciting player but because it low usage obviously but over the last two weeks he's a 10th round value and 19 minutes per game Seven points, three rebounds, 1.3 assists, 1.3 steals, 0.4 blocks, and 1.4 triples. That's in 19 minutes. That's on 61% shooting from the field. Like his shooting this entire season has been unreal. And he's just one of those guys where like in two, three years, you're just asking yourself, how the heck did the Thunder get this guy? You know what I mean? Like they're just going to be so ridiculously loaded in two, three years when these guys mature. And it's just scary. Like we're talking multiple finals runs for OKC, in my opinion, in the next couple of years. Uh, that's a solid take. I, I'm going to go with uh, Isaiah Joe, but okay. I, I think uh, I like Kaysen Wallace maybe more than uh, Lou Dort. Isaiah right. Joe is kind of, sort of a three-point machine mm-hmm. when he gets opportunities. And uh, hopefully Jalen's not hurt, man. I, I love Jalen. I know. He's a uh, stud, man. Jonas, I got a new microphone. I just broke it out today for the first time ever. And check this out. Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contest. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA Claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. Phenomenal. Thank I think you. you have the same microphone as me. You got the Yeti, right? I got something. I don't know. I, I think it is the Yeti. I found it in a box. Nice. That's the yeah. one we got from RotoWorld. That was our gift back you in the day. You know what? Um, you know what else I found? I I've, I had a, 
a dude coming over to my office yesterday to help me set up some stuff. I got a new chair. I might be I might be doing my own podcast on Wednesdays from this very spot. I don't know. Nice. But he was helping me and I found two Taylor Swift calendars. Okay. Uh, under a blanket and a pile of crap on a bed <laughs> that is to my right in my office. And I bought those like in October for my daughter's Christmas gifts. <laughs> so well, I presented those. Now. I presented those uh, a month late to my daughters as their Christmas gift yesterday, you know, to help celebrate. Uh, we just can't have enough Travis Kelsey in our lives, Jonas. <laughs> I'm so, so sick of that. Okay, moving on to Dallas. Jonas, why does Grant Williams suck? Dude, he's so bad. Like, when you told me about that stat line, like, I knew he had a good game the other day, but I did not know it was that good. But then I looked over the month, right? So in the month of January, check this out. This is after he had that 27-point game. He's at 6.9 points, 2.8 rebounds, 2.1 assists, 1.3 triples. The dude is terrible at fantasy basketball. Absolutely terrible. But he wasn't in Boston. I mean, he wasn't great either. But yeah, I agree. He's definitely gone way downhill. And you know, a yeah, lot the of these good games, game, the good game Kyrie we're speaking too. of. The good What's game that? was tw- 27 points, eight rebounds, three steals, a block, and seven three-pointers on Saturday against the Kings. Mm-hmm. And then everybody fires him up last night, and he has three points and two boards in 29 minutes. So bad. So, so bad. Hmm. Meanwhile, Tim Hardaway Jr. scored 36. Derek Lively had 20 and 11, a steal and a block. Luca, <laughs> Luca had 45, 9, 15, and 2. Jonas, you've had some time to think about this for five years. Who do you think won the uh, Luca for Trey trade? Can you just rewind about four or five years ago, though? People were actually asking this question, and they're like, you know, I feel like both teams won this trade, and it just (laughs) sounds so idiotic now. Like, Trey Young's just like a a traffic cone on defense. Um, He's not playing winning basketball. He's complaining. He's been whining about his head coaches for the past four years. Apparently, he likes Quinn Snyder, though, so good for him. But, man, if anyone still says that's a win-win trade, don't take them serious. Jonas, I was at the game on Friday. When uh, yeah. when Lucas scored seventy three, and I've I've never seen anything like it. Yep, it was awesome. And my son got to hang out with Dominique, so that was cool. Uh, Jaden Hardy last night hit eight of nine and four triples, twenty points, seven boards, a steal, and a block. Can't really trust him on any given night unless Luca yeah. is not playing. Uh, I think Jaden Hardy's fine to throw in there, and Jaden Hardy is worth keeping an eye on because he's a good player. Um, yeah. And if Dante Exum goes down or if Tim Hardaway Jr. goes down or uh, Derek Jones Jr. goes down, I mean, Hardy's going to be in the mix. So um, I've got him on my 30 deep team. I like having him there. He's on my bench, unfortunately. But uh, he's a guy worth keeping an eye on, too. Um, Funny story about Jaden Hardy, Doc. Uh, yeah, Mavericks. Uh, about every week or so, they do these 1v1s at practices. And apparently, Hardy just cooks everybody during those. So little fun size for there. Like, like you said, he is a true baller. Um, the issue is, is we don't, we don't know when Kyrie's going to come back. Like we always hear day to day and then it ends up being four or five games and then 10 games, you know what I mean? So whenever Irving's out, you could pick up Hardy, 
But if Irving and Luca are out, man, this is a guy that could pop off for 30 in any given night. So you're absolutely right. Um, Julius Randle separated shoulder from the Knicks. Uh, I, I said that I thought Josh Hart was going to be the guy. He had eight points, 12 boards, seven assists in 39 minutes last night. Dante DiVincenzo had 28.6 boards, five assists, five triples, 42 minutes. Precious Achua started at nine and five in 33 minutes. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein is back, had 10 points, four boards in 16 minutes. What is your take on the fill-ins besides the obvious uh, Jalen Brunson's going to go nuts. Yeah, uh, I mean, the right issue now. here is that most of the guys you mentioned are already, you know, gone, right? Dante sure. DiVincenzo was a hot pickup several, several weeks ago. Um, Josh Hart should have already been picked up, even though he can't shoot the ball this season. Um, Precious is just okay. You know, you're not going to be excited about having him on your team, but he's just a warm body getting a ton of minutes. I think the player that everybody should be watching is Quentin Grimes, you know? Decent limited minutes sometimes a season. Sometimes he completely disappears for weeks. So Grimes, 32 minutes yesterday, took 11 shots, didn't play that great. But, hey, those minutes are there. I think Grimes is kind of that, that borderline ad you're looking at over the next couple of weeks because we don't really have a concrete timetable on Randall. It could be anywhere from two weeks to, what, six weeks. It's just not really clear Not really clear yet. So Yeah, they haven't really come out and said. But uh, I picked up Josh Hart uh, the day after Randall went down. Yeah, uh, I was close to dropping DiVincenzo about twelve different times right. this season. So, glad you did. so he may be available out there. I'm not messing with Achua. Right, uh, Hartenstein. I think once he gets back to full strength, is fine to get back in your lineup. He he just it's going to take him a minute to get back. He he's been out a while. Um, and but yeah, I, I like the minutes that DiVincenzo and and Josh Hart got. And right. You know, Thibodeau won't be afraid to run those guys into the ground. All right, we got to talk about Charlotte. Charlotte though. What's that? So we got to talk about Charlotte. There's a lot going on there. Well, let's talk about Charlotte. Um, Brandon Miller went on a four straight run, uh, game run of 20 points or more. And then he had like five and 12 in back-to-back games and really cooled off. And then last night, he went off again with 29 points and seven boards. I feel like... Charlotte is going to fold up the tent this, you know, the second half of the season, and they're just going to let Miller go out there and do whatever he wants. I think I think Brandon Miller is going to blow up in the second half. Yep. Here's the thing. So I think Miles Bridges is gone. Uh, I think the Phoenix rumors are very, very real. I agree. I think PJ Washington, he's gone, and I feel like Nick Nick Richards is gone as well. So that's three players that are getting heavy minutes right now. On top of all the injuries, who's left? You know what I mean? It's going to be Miller. Miller's going to get a ton of minutes. The The bad news about him is like the defense, it's been good in flashes, but the defensive numbers are not that great. You know, last seven games, he's at, what is it? 0.6 steals, 0.4 blocks. Like that's not good enough. But other than that, 20.4 points, 2.6 uh, three-pointers, five rebounds, almost three assists. Everything else is fine. It's just like he's a, what would you call him? A Harris, Harrison Barnes 2.0 right now. Because the defensive stats just haven't been good enough. But it depends on if you're talking about um the Harrison Barnes from two weeks ago or the current I know. Harrison Barnes. I like, know. That um, throws it off. That throws it off. Yeah. Uh Nick Nick Richards, I think, is interesting. Him and him and PJW both went off on what Saturday, and then they both 
kind of stunk last night, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Lamelo's going to get traded? No, no, absolutely not. Can you imagine? So I'm from Charlotte. You know, I live like 45 minutes from the arena. He is the only player. I would say him and Miller are the only players that Charlotte Hornet fans care about. If they traded Ball, who are we trading him for, first of all? You know what I mean? Like, there's just no scenario in which he's gone. Uh, obviously, you're concerned about the ankles, but especially with this draft coming up, it's not that exciting. I can't imagine any scenario in which LaMelo is traded. I just can't. Is there anybody else on Charlotte that you would like? You cut out the very last second. Anyone else in Charlotte? What? If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh-oh. Hold on, your internet. Yeah, the freeze is on. Man. You're back. You're back. There we go. We're back. Um, is there anybody else in Charlotte you want to talk about? No. Because, is there anybody else in Charlotte you want to talk about? Because there's no one else on the team. That's good. You know what I mean? There's If they traded if they traded three of those guys that I just mentioned, who are you picking up? There's nobody. You know? I mean, obviously, you have players coming back in trades, but right now, there's nobody. So, um, Did you bite on the Sam Merrill bait? A week ago. 
I didn't. I wish I did at the time. And then now I don't feel so bad that I don't have him, if that makes sense. Because like you said, he has cooled off a bit. He scored in double figures in five straight games. Then he had seven points in 17 minutes, like on Saturday. And then zero points in seven minutes last night. They pulled the plug on him. I didn't read about an injury. I think it, you know, everybody's getting healthy in Cleveland and maybe maybe the party's over. Or was it ever a party to begin with? For <laughs> I Sam mean, Rose. on the season, on the season, he's 43% from deep. That's insane. Like the kid can play, but if the minutes aren't there, what are you doing? Because there's nothing else in that stat sheet that really pops out. Uh, decent playmaker, not the worst rebounder in the world um, for a guard. But yeah, I think the show is over for now. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I, I dropped him. Um, I dropped him to activate Tyrese Halliburton off the injured list last night. Gotcha. Uh, Jonas, why can't Zion Williamson ever do anything right? I don't even know where to begin, man. <laughs> We've been waiting for Zion to put together a consistent season since his rookie year, and he just hasn't. I just don't know if it's ever going to happen for him, man. What's your he's take played, on Zion? He's played 11 games in January. The most rebounds he's had in one of those games is six. He's the biggest guy out there. He's a power forward. You know, he his scoring is fine, right? His mm. scoring right now is fine. His health is fine. It seems like everything is coming together. Everything's coming up roses. But then he gets three rebounds a game. He's blocked two shots in his last eight games. He's at one three-pointer in January. Uh, he's not really a very good free throw shooter. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just points and a bunch of, bunch of stuff that doesn't this really what, matter. This is what I don't get. So I'm a, I'm a Duke fan, always have been, and I remember watching him at Duke. And there was one game where I think Duke was losing by like 15 or 20 points against Louis, uh, Louisville, right? And so they put Zion at center, and then Louisville doesn't score for like six or seven minutes because Zion is just blocking and stealing everything. It's just like, where is that guy? You know what I mean? We just haven't seen it. Like, ever since he entered the NBA, steal rate plummeted, block rate plummeted. Um, he's obviously not in great shape. Like, it's just a shame. Like, the player we saw at Duke would be terrorizing the NBA right now. And he's just, it's just not the same guy. I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm out on Zion. Um, unless he really like changes his entire lifestyle and he comes back when one, uh, after an off season, he looks like a totally different player and he's right. The motor's back and his, you know, he's talking the right game. Like I, I just, I can't I do mean, it, man. It's if it's not it, happening in new Orleans, just get him out of there. You know, maybe the grass is greener elsewhere. His name is so much bigger than his game. It yep. really is. That's a good way to put it. Literally. Um, tackle millions of dollars in prizes, all playoffs long in FanDuel fantasy contests. If you're new to fantasy, there's no better time to get in on the action because right now new customers get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Playing fantasy for huge cash prizes on FanDuel is fun and exciting. Just draft your lineup and watch your team move up the leaderboard. Plus, on FanDuel, you can choose from full slate contests featuring multiple games, single game contests, season-long best ball contests, beginner-only contests, which are great for learning the ropes, and more. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So kick off your FanDuel career with a 100% deposit match up to $100. Go to FanDuel.com to start playing for huge cash prizes today. Uh, 
Jonas, as I was sat down at four o'clock in the morning after a after a nice nap, I kind of checked out. I, I kind of checked out last night. Didn't really stay up and watch any of the late games. Although there weren't really any two late games, were there? Um, but I learned at 4 a.m. that Grayson Allen only played 13 minutes due to a sprained right ankle. Um, I've got Grayson Allen about everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is there some sort of a group therapy meeting you know of that I can go to? Unfortunately, no. And it's funny because I feel like Grayson Allen is the is the guy that nobody was on coming into the year. You know what I mean? Like no one expected this Grayson Allen. Um, last I looked, he was like near the leaders among three-point percentage. And it's like heavy, heavy volume as well. And then you start seeing all these trade rumors about Grayson. And I'm like, why? He's Phoenix's best role player. Why is he in trade rumors? So that was odd to me. Um, but like I said, I hope he doesn't miss any time because the dude is an absolute baller right now. And dude, I think he was the only guy in the NBA shooting 50, 40, 90. Um, Jeez. 10 days ago. That is insane. Uh, so, and, and then it's interesting too, because he's 28. He's kind of like, he had that reputation of being kind of dirty and, Right. Nobody really liked Grayson Allen. Well, I haven't seen him do anything shady for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, ooh, Bradley Beal's coming back. Bye-bye, Grayson Allen. No, he's not going away. Um, so it's it's pretty bizarre. Uh, also, Grayson Allen goes down last night. And guess who went nuts? Eric Gordon, 23 points, five triples, four rebounds, five assists, two steals, and two blocks. Uh, that's That's crazy. Uh, if Allen's going to miss time, it's it's uh, Eric Gordon's season again, right? Apparently, but he was missing in action for a, about a good month there. You know, how many games did Eric Gordon have where he was putting up five or six points? And then, you know, you hear all the rumors about him not being utilized enough. Well, dude, get in line. You've got Durant. You've got Booker. You've got Beal. Like, get in line. So. Um, so, yeah. So, we need to keep an eye on Grayson Allen's status. Um uh, Jaime Jaquez, since returning from his injury, two games, he's averaging four points, two boards, two and a half assists, one and a half steals, 24 and a half minutes. Uh, Did we lose our beloved Jaime Jaquez, or is he just on a break and he'll be back good as new here in a minute? I think this is a great buy-low opportunity, honestly, because you got to factor in Jimmy Butler, what, there's how many games left? 35, 42, who knows at this point? But Jimmy Butler is going to miss one in three games, most likely. This is just what he does, right? Obviously, Terry Rozier there throws a wrench into things. But, man, Hame, at one point, he was like the leading scorer in the clutch. You know, at one point, I think it was in December or something like that, he was just playing almost every minute for Miami. I, I still think this screen's by low. He's getting healthy again. By low for me, for sure. I, I like that take. Um, I mean, he's such an integral part of what they do. You know, we've been saying it all year. He really doesn't look like a rookie out there with the heat. He's kind of a team leader. Eric Spolster loves him. His teammates love him. Um, it's been a rough couple games. And, and, you know, sometimes sometimes players get hurt, and it takes them a long time to get back. Sometimes they get hurt, and you never see him again that season. I don't think we're there with Jaime. It's just a slow start, so – Right. I, I agree with Jonas. Now's probably a good time to look into trying to acquire uh, Jaime Jaquez. Uh, the Houston Rockets rocked the Lakers last night, 135 to 119. Alpi Shengun has become the monster we thought he was going to, Jonas, three years ago. 31, 12, 7, 
two steals, a block. And then there's Cam Whitmore, um, 20 points, six boards, two triples. His last four games, he scored 20, 19, 24, and 12. He's actually had a pretty big month. I mean, there's some single-digit scoring games in there, but there's also a lot of double-digit scoring games. I, I think Whitmore's one of those guys that's available in a ton of leagues and should be near the top of people's list to pick up off the waiver wire, in my opinion. Right. And the thing about Cam Whitmore, too, is if Jalen Green hadn't found his form, you know, his recent form has been actually really good. If Jalen Green hadn't found his form in the last couple of weeks, imagine where Whitmore would be right now. You know what I mean? He's had these little bursts here and there uh, with an inconsistent role. But can you imagine if Jalen Green had continued his downward trend, you know, up until now, <laughs> Whitmore would be playing a ton of minutes and would be putting like top 75 numbers. But unfortunately, Jalen Green did heat back up. Uh, so I still think we're going to see a sporadic role going forward. And that's unfortunate because he is a baller. What is going on with Jalen Green? Like, where did this come from? Like, what what happened? No idea. Like, there was a couple of articles in The Athletic about, you know, coach losing confidence in him and all this good stuff. And then he comes up with a 10-rebound game. You know, energy's been a lot better on the defensive end. So credit to him, man. He's really turned it on. So I'm excited about that, especially since having so many dynasty leagues. Uh, what's going on with the Lakers, dude? Uh, LeBron, AD, and D'Angelo all scored 23 points last night. Which is hard to do. It's hard to have your big three score 23. Uh, But that's about all that went right. They're ruining Austin Reeves uh, as we sit here and watch. Um, What is going on? Well, I'll tell you this. It's hard to have team chemistry when your team is linked to every single available star or role player in the NBA. Like, let's say there's 500 players in the NBA. I think 400 of them have been photoshopped into a Lakers uniform and put into a trade rumor in the last two weeks. It's just like, how do you have team chemistry when half your team's on the block? You know what I mean? It's just, I don't get it. You know, speaking of half your, half your team's been photoshopped into a different uniform. I was talking to this bartender at a restaurant the other night, local restaurant. And she's like, yeah, my brother um, is in college and he's become one of the top, um graphic artists for nfl and i'm like what do you mean she's like you well, well when it's rumored that a player is going to get traded to another team he changes their uniforms and she pulled up this video on her phone and, like showed it to me and she, he has all these instagram followers like he got hired by the falcons he's just this college kid that puts uh jerseys on players like that's that's where we are kids today's world uh you can do anything you just gotta be you just gotta be the first one there. Okay. Uh are you a pick up a grizzly, any grizzly guy right now, Jones? Ah, okay. You did this last year with the thunder, right? Pick a thunder, thunder, any thunder. I love it. Yeah. I mean, the Grizzlies are probably the hardest team to gauge right now, right? Because like two, three weeks ago, you everyone's like, they're throwing in the towel, it's over. And then they went on this win streak and now they're back in the, you know, the playoff picture. It's like, what direction are they going to go? And I feel like I've, I usually have a pretty good read in these things. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, do they strap in and go for the eight seed just to get completely clobbered in the first round four zero maybe, or do they just throw in the towel and try and get a, you know, a, a relatively high pick in a mediocre draft. Those are their two options right now. And if they choose the draft route, um, I know you put this in the notes for a pod. What happens to JJJ? Do they completely shut him down? I don't think so. But I don't think he plays in back-to-backs. 
I think his minutes go down to 27, 28 per game, just like they were a couple years ago. Um, and I, I start thinking we see some fake injuries as well. Like we've already seen some fake injuries in Memphis, right? I mean, you can't have three players show up with left hand soreness with doubtful <laughs> tags, you know, on a random Monday night. This just stuff doesn't happen like that. So that's the reason I'm thinking they're leaning more towards tearing it down and going for the draft. That's where I'm leaning now. What about you? Yeah, I'm still worried about Triple J being shut down. Your yeah. guy. Um, but yeah, no Vince Williams last night, which crushed my soul. Uh, no Luke Kennard again. Santi Aldama played okay. Xavier Tillman played okay. Roddy, David Roddy played okay. Scotty Pippen Jr. played okay. Gigi uh, Jackson looked good. Uh, are you a Gigi Jackson guy? Honestly, I am. I feel like he still has that kind of mystery box upside. Um, I feel like he's someone that can take on a ton of usage. Um, it's going to be a roller coaster at times. I think there's going to be some nights where it's going to be just him and a bunch of 10-day contracts, and he's going to go 5 of 25 from the field one night, and then the next night he'll go 11 of 17 and put up like 30 points. You know what I mean? He's going to be a total wild card. Um, the percentages are going to be rough. Turnover is going to be rough. But in terms of just counting stats, I would say Gigi Jackson is probably the one I'm most excited about going forward among the fringe players in Memphis, even more than Vince Williams, honestly. Wow. That's big. I, I'm yeah. way more excited about Vince than I am Gigi, but right. I, I like Gigi. I'm, I, I'm hopeful that Gigi lives up to the hype, right? But I'm not, I'm all about Vince Williams. And I'm, I'm kind of also a little bit about Luke Kennard right now, if he can get healthy. Uh, yeah, he's had those knee issues, though, and the Grizzlies will milk that, you know. Back-to-back -back set coming up, he's got left knee soreness. Sorry, you're out. Yeah, so. they, they will. And um, I like Santi Aldama over Xavier Tillman, personally. I do, too. I do, too. Okay. Uh, let's talk Harry Barnes for a second. Harry, Harry B. Um, in his previous like three or four games before this little explosion he went on, he scored like three, two, and six points or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then something weird happened, and he he went off for thirty-two points, season high, last Monday. And then Thursday, I think he went off for thirty-nine. And then on the weekend, he had a twenty-point game. And then last night, he had twelve. Like, what is happening? Why why are the Kings suddenly turning to Harry Barnes? Why is Harry Barnes suddenly balling out do do you have any idea i have a conspiracy theory Let's hear um, i feel like he's seen his name in the rumor mill way too many times in the last two three weeks i think every article that jake fisher of yahoo sports has put out has included harry barnes in there <laughs> uh, i think shams mentioned him at one point man i think it's obvious he doesn't want to be he doesn't he doesn't want to get traded out of sacramento you know what i mean i feel like he's really stepped up his game as a result and his fantasy managers are obviously loving it so that's my conspiracy theory what about you yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing I can figure, or that or that Sacramento is showcasing him now, like hey, get the get the ball to Harry. Let's yeah. let's, let's show the let's show the people that the old man can still get it done. Yeah. I also love the fact that we call him Harry. I know. I don't know a lot of people that call Harrison Barnes Harry, but I I enjoy it. Um, I always have. It's been one of my favorite pastimes um, since back in the old days. Um, have you paid attention to how? Well, let's go back to Harry for a second. Are you? Yeah. Would, would you pick up Harrison Barnes right now and stash him? Absolutely. On your team? I Absolutely, would I would. Yeah. Yep. 
Same. I've got him on a team, actually. Yeah. Um, have you paid attention to how dreadful Josh Giddy has been in January? Honestly, no. Um, I hate every time I see him with the ball at the top of the key because I feel like the the Thunder offense just kind of stagnates. But I only have him in like one league out of like 20 dynasty leagues I think I'm in. Um, not thrilled about it, obviously, with a lot of other things going on. But I just feel like he slows down the Thunder offense too much. Um, I feel like if they make a big move in the next year or two, I think he's the piece that moves. Honestly. What about you? Well, the last time I looked at rankings, when I, I do my risers and, and fallers, Mm-hmm. Uh, column for for ESPN, and uh, he was like the very last ranked player mm-hmm. at the very bottom of the the algorithm rankings list I right. was looking at, and his January numbers are just so bad. And then last night he had thirteen points, four rebounds, two assists. Like there's nothing good about it. Women Yama, like the announcers, like Women Yama stuffed a giddy shot attempt and they were like serious question dude is that a block or a steal <laughs> and the, the other the color guy was like dude i don't know maybe it's both maybe it's a block and a steal because he just sort of took it out of his hand as he was shooting it and josh and Giddy's that, that a big dude funny. man um, josh giddy is a big dude he'd be a power forward on most teams if giddy shows up on waiver wires in your league are you jumping on him immediately Oh, God. Honestly, I think I would just because the waiver wire, you know, leading up to deadline is pretty bare. You know what I mean? So I think right now I would. But after the trade deadline with all these new pickups that are going to come, I would say after the sorry, after the deadline. No. Now. Yes. To be clear. Well, people last week started asking about cutting Josh Giddy, and I was like, oh, you're crazy. And then I looked mm-hmm. at the numbers. I was like, yeah, you're not crazy. Yeah, because he's been I mean, bad, but I, you really I'm be still pumping. not going to drop him if I've got him. I'm just going to try not to play him if I can right. help it. Uh, speaking of Victor Wembanyama, 22 points, 11 boards, four assists, a steal, three blocks. Uh, Devin Vassell last night, 24, five, five boards, four assists, a block, a three. Uh, have you been watching Wemby play basketball? All the time. All the time. He's my he's probably the favorite player to watch right now. It used to be JJJ. I have a new love. I'm sorry. Like he's just too much fun to watch. Um, and I've seen almost everyone, you know, that I follow has him as number one dynasty pick next year. I think that's obvious. But where you take him in a redraft next year? Like he's top three now. Has to be, right? I, I mean, I don't know how you don't. And he's proven all these skeptics. Oh, he's too skinny. He's not going to be able to play. I mean, Pop's been babying him. But, yeah. I mean, the minutes count is back up. He played in back-to-back the other day. Like, I, I think he's going to play the whole season. And right. he's going to put on some weight in the offseason. I think he's going to pump some iron. And that, just the the endless potential is everything we thought it was going to be. Like, it's it's yeah. too too much fun. Yeah, and I, I'm with you, dude. Like last night, I had Luca on my TV on my left, and I had Wemby on my TV in front of me, and I watched both of them play basketball, and then I went to bed. Yeah, like, I, I saw everything I needed to see. Um, staying with Spurs, Chetty Osman, eight of twelve, four three pointers, twenty points, three boards, two steals, two assists, two steals. You know. 
Uh, a wise man once said, Jonas, that the Chetty pill is a tough one to swallow. Yeah. Uh, would you ever take a Chetty pill? Um, we should probably phone in Matt Stroop here, but <laughs> I mean, this is this has been your guy for the past ten years, unfortunately, right? <laughs> but he's not think, really my guy. But yeah, I know, I know. He, he's sort of my guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say, along with the same uh, the wavelength as the Harris Barn things, I think this is pure showcase, right? Trade deadline's coming up. Spurs are going to want to move some fringe veterans. I think Doug McDermott and Chetty Osman are the two key guys that are going to go. Most likely for a second round pick, like nothing too crazy. But yeah, I, I do think they want to move those guys. And after last night, it's a great time to do it. Yeah, and Chetty, I think, just got hot last night and, mm -hmm. and just started knocking down threes. He, he's actually in my 30-team lineup nice. uh, instead of Jaden Hardy. And uh, so I, I, you know... Some some nights the Chetty pills go down easier than others, and that was that was a good one. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I once told Matt Straub that the Chetty pill is a tough one to swallow, but sometimes you just have to suck it down. And uh, we both started laughing so hard we were crying on the air. Uh, just you have minutes to stick around and answer uh, some viewer questions. Sure, pick a few. I got I got a few minutes. All right, let's see what we got. Uh, let's start with this. I haven't read the whole question, but um, Sagar wants to know, would you drop Denny Abdija to add Harry Barnes or Derek Lively in a 12-team points league? Well, I'll start with this. Why in the world is Derek Lively on your waiver wire? It doesn't matter the format. I think you should grab him immediately. The thing about this, though, is that I really like Abdija as well. I do, too. Like, I, feel, I feel like Abdija and Lively are two must-must roster players. I think Harrison Barnes on the fringe, but surely he has someone else he can drop because I want both Lively and Abdija. Well, that leads us right into David's question. Uh, thoughts on Abdija? I have him on a nine cat 12 team and he's been getting less playing time with the new coach. Should I be worried, Jonas? Last few weeks has been rough, I will admit, but keep in mind are the Wizards going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline? Sellers, right? Kuzma could be gone. Who knows what's going to happen with Jordan Poole? You know, they, they may wind him back a whole lot. Um, but if they move a couple more fringe players, including their point guard, right? They got Jones there. Um, Abdija, very, very capable playmaker. I still think he's going to be a really, really strong play down the stretch. Well, and Denny was also, he was super hot there for a while. He was double-doubling yeah. and putting up really nice numbers. I've been trying to sell Camla on why I like Denny Abdija. And now he's kind of in a funk. I think he breaks out of it again. I, I'm not too worried about Denny. I, uh, I don't. I wouldn't drop Denny to get uh, to pick up Harrison Barnes. I think I'd stick with Denny. Right. But I might cut Denny to get Derek Lively, especially yeah. if I need a center. For sure. Um, JJ Styles wants to know what's going on with Tari Eason. I've given up and moved on. Uh, he went on a three-game run, got hurt, and we haven't really heard from him since. Where are you, Jonas? Well, he's going to be clear for contact this week, according to our latest Rotowire blurb. So um, I think now would be a good time to stash him. Yes, you do. You are a little concerned that, you know, Whitmore is really, really taken off. But keep in mind that Eason can play two, at least three positions, right? The Rockets are very versatile. I think now would be a good time to pick him up because he was really, really strong beginning of this, uh, sorry, the beginning of the year. Uh, I like that. I, I've, I've moved on. I just, I don't have time to wait for Tari Eason. If you can stash him on an IL spot, 
I'm good with that. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, it, it hurts too much to think about. Uh, Brenda says, I've held on to on Yiki, Yiki Akangu all season, but now he's the last man on my roster. Do I hold him still for the trade deadline? Is Capella moving? I mean, my answer is if you've held him this long, we're this close to the end of the road with Capella and the trade deadline. You got to hold him through February 8th. Absolutely. And Doc, you're the Atlanta specialist. What are the chances Capella's traded? Give me a number. 68. 68%. All right. I'll, I'll go 90%. This is the <laughs> end of the road. This is the end of the road for Capella. A lot of changes coming to Atlanta. They need to make some changes, man. They're terrible. Yep. Awful. Uh, how do you feel about Io Dusumu's playing time with the Bulls? That's from Jerry Lynn. Jonas? Still very sporadic. Keep in mind, though, Patrick Williams is going to be out through the All-Star break. I think the reevaluation date is two weeks. It doesn't mean he'll return right away. Um, so I like Dusumu a lot. But also keep in mind, Julian Phillips had a really, really strong game last night. Um, I think he had 11 points. Uh, limited minutes so i think he's definitely someone you want to watch very very closely over the next couple weeks and keep in mind too chicago could be sellers that would help phillips a lot also uh alex caruso man how good has he been well he'll be good until he gets hurt again right that dude is made of glass so we'll see threes blocks and steals though i mean he, his yeah. blocks are it's it's crazy I, yeah. I, he's been awesome i'd rather have him right now than than io but Maybe oh, I, was, I agree. I agree. Maybe he's not available. Um, oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> uh, Kyler, I didn't mean to click on that. Have you set up any uh, DFS yet, Jonas? It's too early in the day, man. It's too early yeah, in the day. I haven't either. Uh, let's see here. I was going to click on this one. Hello. Maybe. Hello from New Zealand. We do not use our waiver wire ads on the trade deadline. Do we not use our waiver wire ads on the trade deadline? And who are your top three to get traded? Um, Clint Capella is up there. DeJounte Murray is up there for me. I mean, DeJounte Murray's gone, right? He's gone. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell, gone. I was going to say Russell. Did D'Angelo Russell and Ree Hachimura get traded like, 10 days ago when they were crying on the sidelines. So like, what was that all about, Jonas? No idea. No idea. I feel like it was close and I feel like they pulled the plug at the last second. We don't know where, but I, I do feel like something was agreed to in principle. And then they backed out, got cold feet. Yeah. Sometimes they leak things just to get a reaction from fans. You know, we've seen this many times before they'll leak a trade. That's almost done. They'll leak it out. See what, the, see what everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. And then they'll pull the plug. I've seen it many times. Um, so there's some trade guys, uh, who else is getting traded? Is Jordan Poole? Uh, no, he has no value. He's a negative Who's asset. trade for Jordan Poole? No, I would say Royce O'Neal and Dorian Finney-Smith oh, yeah. are 100% going to get traded. I think they'd be huge additions to a contender. And Jonas, I think um, Wanua brings up a good point. Uh, now's the time, and not really this week, but I, the deadline I think is February 8th. You want to have as many of your pickups left yes. after the trade deadline as you could possibly have. So, so the couple days leading up to the trade deadline, you you want to try to hold back and not make moves. Yeah. So you have your full 
arsenal to go make pickups once the deadline happens, whether it's a guy that got moved or a guy that benefits from somebody getting moved. Yeah. When I, when I first started fancy like 10 years ago, doc, I used to always stash a couple of players at the deadline and it took me 10 years to realize that that wasn't the move, you know, uh, speculation kills. So it's better to just wait, keep those two or three ads and just wait to the deadline and use that, that F A A B. So the fab, uh, Aditha is here every single week, every week, Jonas, like clock. I love it. Eric Gordon or Max Struess, or are they both just streamers in a 12 team Yahoo league? I would say Max is just a little more than a streamer. And I think Eric Gordon is definitely just streamer territory until Grayson Allen is fully cleared. I should say, but I like, I like Max a lot more. Man, Max was, Max was looking really good early in the season. He's mm-hmm. Borden. He was scoring, he's banging threes. He still does some of that, but uh, I, I'm kind of on Gordon until uh, Grayson Allen is back. Um, Struess is in Cleveland, right? Yep. And that's where our guy Merrill is and Karis LeVert and all that. I don't know. Um, I'm more on Gordon, but they're both sort of streamy to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's Sadith again. Luke Kennard's still a hold, his knee worries. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, I don't know that I'm holding Luke Kennard. I, I'm not afraid to play Luke Kennard if he's going to play, right? I would say for now, yes, but I think it's fluid. Uh, here's a here's a Ben Simmons sob story from Matt Carmody. <laughs> I had Simmons stashed on my IR, wanted to wait and see how he did. 12 games yesterday, I didn't need him. Hopefully that doesn't end up being his best or last game of the season, Matt. Uh, but we talked about that to kick off the show. I'm I'm out on Simmons. He can he can he can go off from now till the end of the season, and I'm gonna I'll pretend like I don't care, even <laughs> though it may really bother me. Um Jonas is kind of in. Jonas is good on him. I'm in. I'm all the way in, Doc. Um, uh, Brian B says, hey, Doc and Jonas, is it time to start thinking about picking up? Now, I don't know if he's talking about Andrew or Aaron. Uh, Aaron's been playing a little more for the Thunder. He could benefit if Jalen is out. I assume he's talking about Andrew. I think so, too. Warriors, who has actually been horrific all season long. He's been terrible. The last couple of weeks, he's been better. Um, I think the reintroduction of uh, Draymond Green back in there has helped a lot. Um, he's actually had success next to Kaminga for the first time all season, too. So um, if there's ever time for Wiggins to get it going, it's now, or else he's getting traded. So I would say yes. Um, here's some good stuff. Okay. Can you rank my bottom players? I need to figure out who I can drop. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly, Kobe White. Wendell Carter, Brandon Williams, Josh Hart, Keegan Murray. That's tough, man. I'll answer that question. You should not be dropping any of those players. I don't know what format you're playing in, but I can't imagine dropping any of those guys. Can you, Doc? That's what I'm saying. I mean, if I had to drop one of those guys, I don't I, I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of a single trade that would open up a player with value that would, you know, pass now, these guys. Unless that's like an eight-team league. Right. Which – there are such things out there. In fact, I helped uh, I helped this kid um, 
this kid draft a team. It's an ESPN like charity thing. Yeah. And uh there was a, it's an eight team league and we're we're an expert is teaming up with a with a kid to help them draft a, a fantasy team for the first time. Love Check it. out this starting five, Jonas. All right. We only play five guys. I've got Joel Embiid, Victor Wimanyama, oh Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. Oh man. Well, you're going to be fine until James Harden requested trade from your team. But other than that, that is just stacked. Well, we screwed up, and I I had missed the fact that Joel Embiid was out last night. I could have played Brandon mm. Miller instead. It's a points gotcha. league. I, it killed me. But anyway, that that's pretty fun. And then, uh, okay, so we answered that question. There's another one here I really want to get to. This Was this Brian B? This would be a good, good way maybe to go out, Jonas. Brian B wants to know. Uh, who's your favorite player of all time, both current and retired? Well, I grew up a Kobe fan. Um, love him to death. Um, I think by far my most favorite player of all time is Kobe. I'd say currently, um, it's still Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, but Wimby is closing in. Wimby is 100% closing in. He's just, you know, eye candy every time you tune in he just does something you've never seen before so jjj is still number one he's dear to my heart you know we got the nostalgia with him but doc i know who you're gonna say but go ahead and say it who's yours well we're gonna go with the human highlight film dominique wilkins as my favorite retired player and uh my son and i got to hang out with him at the hawks game the other night this happened to be the same hawks game that a gentleman that wears these shoes uh, wow. dropped 73 points on the Atlanta Hawks. That would be Luka Doncic. And I went from, you know, Cameron and I were talking last week, like, is Luka still really likable? Because he complains a lot and he's he got the fan thrown out and all that. Um, but, yeah, I'm still all in on Luka, dude. That was, that was the best time I've ever had at an NBA yeah. basketball game. I've probably been to 500 of them. So, yeah. Um, they was right up there with uh, I was at the Reggie Miller push off on Michael Jordan playoff game yeah. in Market Square Arena when that place exploded. And that that was the coolest thing I've seen since then. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can do one more. One more. Can we? Nah, I don't like that's not really a question. Uh, yeah, we'll do this. Flood Gaming says Andrew Nemhard. I mean, I think he should be rostered everywhere, right, Jonas? Yeah, but I do think he's also a sell high, right? Pacers are going to get healthier real soon. Uh, All star breaks coming up. You know, Pacers could be could be buyers again at the deadline too. You never know. So um, I would still say he is a sell high, but if you have him right now, I think you're happy. All right, click subscribe, like, do all the things you can do with this pod. Um, you can try RotoWire for free at rotowire.com slash try. You should check it out. Cam and I say it all the time. Jonas says it all the time. I say it all the time. It, not only are they covering NBA basketball and of course football, but they cover the sports that nobody else is covering, like mm -hmm. women's basketball, uh, stuff that I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not pickleball content out there uh, at some point in the next year. But uh, yeah, it, it's a great site. You should check it Absolutely. out.
Jonas, thanks for coming on, man. It's good to see you. Good to catch up. Always um, good seeing you, Doc. We'll do this again soon. I'll let you go back to work. And uh, yeah, if I do this Wednesday pod thing on my own, uh, you're going to be one of my first phone calls. Love it. Good deal. Uh, man. I'll be back on Thursday with Rick Kama, and then I'll be back next Tuesday, same time, same place, with another special guest. This has been the Road to World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Thank you for coming. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.